Hey! Welcome to Bruise Culture. I'm your host, Evan Schwab. I own the gaming site Big Cultures, and I'm an aspiring Cicero. I'm here to help you pair quality craft beers with great games in order to maximize your leisure time. We'll talk about some of the best breweries and their histories alongside the ins and outs of games and the gaming industry. So stop in, take a load off, and enjoy excellent brews with us as we explore two of the most profitable business industries. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Brews Culture. We're continuing our Ryan Guy series today, but before we get into that, about 12 hours ago, on the 15th of October, I'm sorry, of August, Samsung has announced the global launch of their newest addition to their line of gaming monitors called the Odyssey Arc. Now, this is the world's first 55-inch 1000R curved gaming screen, which is pretty crazy. Uh, think about whether you're a gamer or or not. Think about how close you sit to your monitor and what it would mean to have a 55-inch monitor. My TV that I have used for the last, I don't know, eight years has been, it's been fantastic. If you're ever looking for a great video game TV, LG makes some of the best with the lowest lag time. But I've been using a 55-inch LG TV for the last eight years or so, and I just can't imagine <laughs> sitting anywhere near that, If especially if I'm going to be using my gaming PC to do any sort of work, which is essentially what I do with this podcast, amongst other endeavors. So 55-inch curved gaming screen. Now, what gets me kind of excited is that the display has a 165 hertz refresh rate, which if you are a console gamer, the PS5 and the Xbox Series X have the potential to hit 120 hertz refresh rate. Uh, if you have HDMI 2.1 on your TV, which in this day and age you might if you've, if you've purchased a nice TV recently, but if you've purchased a TV around the times that the around the time that the PS5 and Xbox Series X came out, you probably don't have HDMI 2.1 and you'd need to update in order to hit that 120 hertz refresh rate. If you're wondering, some people, and I, and I always hated this when I was shopping for TVs at Best Buy, but some people will argue and tell you that you can't notice a refresh rate. Your eyes don't notice an increase in refresh rate or your eyes can't really notice a difference in 720p to 1080p to 4K, which is a lie. <laughs> maybe theirs can't and maybe some people can't, but 100% I can notice a difference, especially with refresh rates. And it may not be something that you realize is the refresh rate, but having a higher refresh rate. If you if you've played games and you're stuck at 30 to 60 frames per second and you have a higher refresh rate than that, I think you will almost immediately notice that difference. It's something that adds just a layer of smoothness to your gaming experience. It's hard to explain, uh, but it is it is 
it's something that you really should experience. If you're if you're a PC gamer, you're most likely already experiencing this. But if you're a console gamer and you're either buying a new TV soon or you're thinking about buying a TV soon, make sure you get one with an HDMI 2.1 slot that can handle 120 refresh, you know, hertz refresh rate. Because it it really does make a difference. Now my TV, I bought it eight years ago, and it was basically as future proof as I could as I could make it. Does have high refresh rates. It does have 120 hertz refresh rate. Unfortunately, it doesn't have that HDMI 2.1 slot, which wasn't a thing when I bought it. So I can't use it for my PlayStation personally. I do have a monitor that works, but it is it is something that's really noticeable. So for for this monitor to have 165 hertz refresh rate is a pretty big deal. It has one millisecond response time. So if you are a competitive gamer, uh, you're going to have extremely minimal input lag, which is essentially if you're playing a shooter or even a strategy game, you know, any sort of competitive game, when you hit a command on your controller or keyboard or whatever it is, it takes, you know, the response time is a millisecond to, to register. So sometimes if you're playing on a console, you may swear that you or say you're playing call of duty you swear you took out your your opponent your press you watch the replay you fire first it's probably your input <laughs> lag and then uh there's there's an a cockpit mode and a new controller that they call the arc dial which allegedly uh, will create a super immersive experience with this uh this new monitor so we'll see samsung if you want to send me send me a monitor to to uh, test i'll be more than happy to talk about it on the podcast now with that said we're just going to hop straight into this week's pairing which is a combination of one of my favorite breweries and one of my favorite probably top three franchises now last week we paired rheingeist's truth ipa with xenoblade chronicles 3 and i am still plowing through xenoblade chronicles 3 all all of the games are you know 90 plus hour endeavors so they're certainly lengthy lengthy games but with that said xenoblade chronicles was the first in the series now monolith soft is the developers of xenoblade chronicles and they also developed xenosaga episodes one through three and xenogears for the PS1. So if you're a fan of either of those games, Xenoblade Chronicles is really a solid, solid franchise that, that you're definitely going to want to check out. And I would, I would recommend picking up all the titles like now, if you're able to afford it, because typically monolith soft games skyrocket in price. Now Xenoblade Chronicles came out on the Nintendo Wii many many years ago in fact uh about what 2010 i believe was when it first came out gamestop had an exclusive right to sell xenoblade chronicles so the only place that you could buy xenoblade chronicles on the wii through a you know a retail store was through gamestop i didn't know this at the time but my buddy worked at gamestop and his manager who I've always thought was a fantastic manager, you know, recognize me because I came into shop a lot. And this was uh, obviously what, 10, 12 years ago. He knew what kind of games I liked. And he's like, do you have a Wii? 
And I said, yes. And he said, uh, if you have a Wii, you absolutely have to pre-order Xenoblade Chronicles. Nine out of ten times I'm going to say no. But for whatever reason this time I was like, all right, Scott, you know me. I like you. Let's let's pre-order this game. So I did. And the rest is history. I mean, it it, it was legitimately the best, probably the best game. Well, I think the best game, my, my personal favorite game on the Wii was probably The Last Story. But if I had to take a, a total package of a game and say this is the, the best game, unbiased best game on the Wii, probably Xenoblade Chronicles. Now, Xenoblade Chronicles sees you playing as a young man named Shulk. And Shulk somehow has the power to wield a sword called the Monado. And basically the world of Xenoblade Chronicles is set on the backs and bodies of two colossal creatures that mortally wounded each other in combat, you know, eons ago. And, and little civilizations have sprouted on their bodies. It's a really interesting concept. So the Monado, so there's, there's the two creatures are the Mechanis and the Bionis. So one is a mechanical world and the other is, you know, like a humans inhabit the Bionis and, and mechanical creatures inhabit the Mechanis. And they're, they're at constant war with each other pretty much for eternity. So Shulk wields a Monado and the Monado enables him to empower his allies and, and deal actual damage to the Mechanis. See the Mechanis, especially the face models are basically unable to be damaged by normal weaponry. So without the Monado, the humans would have no ability to fight the Mechanis. But wielding the Monado also enables Shulk to have visions and he's able to see future potential future outcomes that haven't happened yet but are currently on course to happen and this plays out in a couple ways when you're in battle Shulk can have visions to see like if an enemy is is gearing up to launch a big attack on one of his allies or himself or if an attack on an ally is going to do enough damage to uh, down that ally, Shulk will see the vision and you will have the opportunity to either warn the teammate who is targeted, warn a different teammate, uh, and have that teammate use some sort of ability to either pull the attention off of whoever's being targeted or stun the enemy or, or any sort of combination of ideas to alter the course of the future. Now, Shulk is also able to use this outside of combat and it really kind of guides the plot in a number of, of ways, but wielding this iconic weapon, the Monado Shulk and his party set out with the goal to basically avenge Shulk's crush who is murdered when an attack on the city, basically right at the onset of the game, the Mechanis attacked the city murder, his friend and Dunban's sister. And so they, they, they go on a mission of revenge and really a mission to stop the Mechanis from destroying all of humankind. And Shulk and his party use the visions of the Monado in order to 
guide their journey. Uh, it gets really, really complex. There's, there's a lot more to it, but it is a really, really thorough plot. It's just a terrific experience on the Wii. Now, if you don't have the Wii or you don't have the cash to buy the Wii version of the game, which prices have come down, they used to be over $100 for Xenoblade Chronicles. Prices have come down. If you have a Wii and you want to play it on the Wii, I'm not 100% sure of the price. It's probably in the $50 to $60 range. But if you don't want to pay that much, Monolith Soft and Nintendo have re-released Xenoblade Chronicles on the Nintendo Switch with a definitive edition. They did some really nice layering, uh, HD remastering of the game. Faces look clear. Character models are much better. I mean, this is two generations of consoles after the game came out. So visually, it will it looks significantly better than it did on the Wii. And it's that's good because sometimes things blurred together on the Wii just because that was the nature of the beast back then. And so the definitive edition of Xenoblade Chronicles really offers the best experience for this game. And if you're interested in Xenoblade Chronicles 2 and 3, which I highly recommend, especially three, you definitely want to start with Xenoblade Chronicles and work your way through the Xenoblade Chronicles saga. I can't say enough about Xenoblade Chronicles. It is really, the series itself is one of those special franchises that you sit and you play and you know that it is special. As I'm currently playing through three, I know that I'm going to reflect back on this and, and have just not only just positive memories of, of the experience, but it's going to solidify itself in probably my top five games of all time. We'll see when I'm done, but it definitely seems as if it will be trending in that direction. The beer we are pairing with Xenoblade Chronicles today. Now, if you recall, we, we paired Truth with Xenoblade Chronicles 3 because they matched the messaging, the, the feeling, and the, the plot. They, they very strongly related in that aspect. Today, we are going to pair Rheingeist's vision with Xenoblade Chronicles. Now, obviously... I just spoke long about the Monado and the visions that Shulk has in order to shape his future and, and, and reshape that future, actually. And so what better beer to pair than a beer called Vision? Now, the can for Vision on the can, it reads, and Vision is a West Coast style IPA, or I'm sorry, a West Coast style pale ale. And it says, take a trip up the coastline of imagination. This West Coast pale ale seeks insight in clear blue skies, radiant sunsets, walks in the woods, and crashing waves. Vision is packed with intense hop character to inspire, while a clean finish leaves room for daydreams. Good grooves on the horizon. Now, Vision sits with a 5.5% alcohol content. It... Is obviously from Rheingeist Brewery, which is in Cincinnati. Now, Vision is part of Rheingeist's limited beer selections, which means that you might not be able to find this one for very long. Now, it still exists. 
actually, I think I got, I want to say I got this set of beer from Costco. It was a uh, variety pack. It had Truth, Vision, Flamingo, and Mathlete. Now, I don't think you'll be hearing Flamingo nor Mathlete in the Xenoblade Chronicle pairing series that we're doing here. But Truth is uh, is an obvious winner. If you know Ryan Geist, you've probably had Truth. And if you are curious about Ryan Geist, I would highly recommend Truth. It is a terrific IPA. And we talked about that in the last podcast episode. Vision here actually is equally... In my opinion, it's equally good. I know on Beer Advocate, it's, it's at an 87%, which is a solid grade. It's very citrusy, very lemony. Has a, a very nice scent to it. Very soft head, not not much. It's, I don't know, straw color. Very soft. I guess almost silky mouthfeel. But a little fun fact about Vision is that it was actually created proposed by the crew at Rheingeist. They have what they call hop hunters for, and they were, they were in Hood River, Oregon at Double Mountain Brewery. And they had a little competition for the final slice of pizza. And uh, whoever could present the ideal brew this is according to their website, to showcase the exciting hop varietals encountered on their trip to Hood River, Oregon, would be the one who got the final slice of pizza. So Nick Brem came up with this idea for Vision, and they describe it as intensely aromatic, bright with hops, and with a finish that is refreshingly crisp, clean. And, and yeah, I can, uh, I can... 100% 100% see that. So the hops inside, and I don't know if I said this yet, but the hops inside are Mosaic, Comet, and Strata hops, and it is made with a Pilsner malt. But if there's one thing I can say about Vision, it is that if you are looking for a summer pale ale, I don't know if I can think of one that is more refreshing than Vision. You know, sitting here drinking it while I'm while I'm doing this podcast, it's a real treat. Super refreshing. <laughs> yeah, and it's crisp. It's clean. It feels good on the tongue. You know, I'd probably give it, if I was grading it on Beer Advocate myself, I'd probably give it a solid 93%, perhaps a little higher. I'm at 5.5%. It's really not too heavy. Something that you can drink a couple of on a hot summer day. This is probably... the. You know, if I had to pick a grilling beer, I might go with Vision. Unfortunately, it is a limited brew, so I don't know how long it will be around for. So if you hear this podcast soon and you have it available and you haven't had it yet, I would highly recommend going out and grabbing a beer. Uh, Likewise, if you are a fan of Monolith Soft and you are a fan of Xenoblade Chronicles, or rather, if you are interested in Xenoblade Chronicles, I would highly recommend going out and at least picking up the definitive edition of Xenoblade Chronicles. Uh, and actually, while you're at it, I would highly recommend picking up Xenoblade Chronicles 2 and 3 and X for the Wii U. 2 and 3 are for the Switch, X is for the Wii U. Because the prices on those continue to rise, and uh, I don't want anybody to miss out on this set. Now, there is an expansion for Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which we'll talk about in the next episode. The physical version of that one is 
pretty expensive. That one you can digitally download. So, but I would highly recommend it. And, uh, would, would love to hear if anybody has started this series, this franchise after listening to these podcasts and how deep you are into uh, the first one. With that said, thank you so much for joining us. I hope that you will go out and try yourself a vision and perhaps try it while playing Xenoblade Chronicles. And I hope that you enjoy both as much as I do. As always, please drink responsibly and enjoy yourselves. Thank you. We'll see you very soon for Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Disclaimer. This podcast is produced for your universal listening pleasure. Any statements shared during our program are opinions and experiences of our team and guests. If you disagree with any content presented herein, please find another show before submitting nasty grams. This is a positive vibes only platform. If you love our show and want to connect, share your experiences, or know someone who we should interview on future episodes, please don't hesitate to get in touch through our website or Instagram. Thanks for listening to this program brought to you by Daydreamer Network. If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Your feedback allows us to rank on the best new shows list and continue to grow our podcasts in order to bring more unique and talented storytellers to the network. To check out our shows, including programs about relationships, sports, business, nutrition, leisure, and more, head to www.daydreamernetwork.com. We look forward to seeing you back next week for another great episode. Have a wonderful day.